My friends, on Tuesday, in a Maryland Democratic primary contest to represent a House district in the predominantly black middle-class suburbs north and east of Washington, D.C., Len Ivey, a former state's attorney for Prince George's County, defeated Donna Edwards, the first black woman elected to the House from Maryland, who left the seat to run unsuccessfully for the Senate in 2016 and had hoped to return. Progressive groups backed Edwards, but television and radio were saturated with ads questioning her willingness to perform basic services for her constituents and to make the kinds of compromises necessary for legislative success. Where did the money for those ads come from? From the American Israel Political Affairs Committee, that's APAC, and its new super PAC, the United Democracy Project, along with another group called the Democratic Majority for Israel. APAC's super PAC and the Democratic Majority for Israel together spent more than $6.3 million to defeat Edwards. That's a staggering sum for a single Democratic primary. APAC is popping up as a major funder in Democratic primaries across America, supporting more conservative Democratic candidates against more progressive ones. Next up is the race between Haley Stevens and Andy Levin. In Michigan's 11th Congressional District, APAC is supporting Stevens. Levin is the progressive. So far this year, APAC has poured unprecedented amounts of money into Democratic primaries across the nation to back the more conservative Democratic candidates. Now, APAC never used to endorse candidates. Until this election cycle, it didn't even have a super PAC. But it's on the way to spending nearly $20 million in the 2022 Democratic primaries alone. That makes it the most influential individual political group in Democratic electoral politics today. But what's really going on here? What's APAC's goal? If APAC were aiming to promote Israel or deter anti-Semitism, presumably it would be as active in Republican primaries as it is in Democratic ones. But it hasn't spent a dime in Republican primaries, not even against Republican candidates who have been widely criticized for anti-Semitic comments. APAC hasn't supported a Republican primary challenger to Marjorie Taylor Greene, who infamously claimed that Jewish space lasers were behind California's 2018 wildfires. But APAC has endorsed Republican Scott Perry, who famously compared Democrats to Nazis. Well, there's only one possible explanation here. APAC is becoming a front group for right-wing conservatives. Just follow the money. Much of it is coming from Republican donors. In May, for example, Republican billionaires Paul Singer and Bernie Marcus donated a million dollars each to APAC's super PAC. Marcus famously gave $7 million to President Trump's campaign in 2016. APAC has endorsed over 100 Republican candidates who refused to certify the 2020 election results. What to do about this? Well, first, Democrats should stop allowing APAC to act as a Democratic kingmaker. The Democratic leadership in Congress should criticize APAC's role in Democratic primaries. Democrats should cease taking money from APAC in Democratic primaries and condemn candidates who do. Second, all of us 
need to get behind campaign finance reforms that prevent big money of all kinds from corrupting our elections. This is possible, notwithstanding the Supreme Court's horrific Citizens United decision, the House has already passed legislation that would encourage small-dollar donations by matching them dollar-for-dollar dollar with public financing. Like most other reforms, this one has been stalled in the Senate. We must elect Democrats to the Senate who will pass this. Finally, if you are concerned about Israel's future or about anti-Semitism in America, I would recommend you not give another penny to APAC and urge others to cease funding APAC too. Instead, you might consider supporting J Street, the pro-Israel nonprofit group that advocates diplomacy-based solutions and supports progressive candidates.